Hello and welcome to Every Youth Matters. I'm Dr. John Tan. For the past 30 years, I've been helping youths realize their life potential. In recent years though, I've helped many parents, teachers, counselors and youth workers engage the young people. In this podcast, I will share tips, tools and ways to reach who may be that difficult or challenging youth who just will not respond to your best intentions. What can we do to reach and win their hearts? I believe that the youth's potential is too precious a gift to waste. So come, join me in this journey for Every Youth Matters. Welcome, welcome to Every Youth Matters. This is Dr. John Tan. And in this episode, I continue the question of knowing ourselves and therefore knowing what drives us. And so let me put it back to you. Listener, what drives you in wanting to work with your child or the young person that you have responsibility for? What drives you in wanting to help him or her to be the best, right? And in the last episode, I mentioned, I hope that what drives you is not for your own vicarious achievement, The child or the young person is not an extension of what you could not do thus far and therefore you are using him or her as a photocopy, maybe? (laughs) I hope not. Well, just listen to me a little bit more and understand where I'm coming from um, as a youth worker, as someone who has worked with you for a long time in hearing their cries, in trying to kind of be the intermediary that uh, both the, the interests of the parent and the caring adult as well as the child will be met, right, through a very positively engaging and empowering relationship, all right? And so today, I would like to share with you my twist to a very familiar story, And the basis of this story also has to do with the question about what drives us in our work. And in this case, it may be the need or the desire or just the wish for each one of us in our own capacity to make a difference, to make a difference, right? So what drives us is the fact that we want to make a difference, okay? And so... You may have heard this story, and if you have, just bear with me. It is a very familiar story, often retold and uh, mentioned in many, many platforms and even speeches and all that. It's called the Starfish Story. Have you heard about the Starfish Story? If you have not, well, it goes something like this, my own variation, and then later on, I will add my twist. Okay, so... Uh, story is, the story is told of a old man and uh, he's like strolling down the beach, enjoying the breeze, um, enjoying the sound of the waves. But as he walks along the beach, he notices something, something, you know, just struck his attention and he was looking What did he see? He saw many, many starfishes beached 
on the hot, hot sand of the beach, right? It seems they are helpless. They cannot go back to the sea to be refreshed, you know, by the waves of the sea. Instead, they are being beached. They are being stranded and there's no way for them to get back. And if they were to wait for the tides to come up, so that the waters can come rolling in, it will be too late. They will be sun-dried and they will die there. And so, there were like tens, no, hundreds, no, thousands. It looks like there are thousands. And this old man, mustering all the strength that he can in bending over and picking them up, one by one, and tossing them back to the sea. And it looked like a laborious task. He had to take them one by one and make sure they go back to the sea. Now, while he was doing that, it was probably a very difficult and challenging task for the old man, you know, bending over, picking it up, and then going as close to the sea or as, you know, as strong as he could toss them. He was being observed by a young boy. <laughs> the young boy looked at him and observed the whole range of his actions at every step, finally summoned <laughs> the courage to approach the, the old man by calling him uncle. What are you trying to do? Uncle, what are you trying to do? And without skipping a bit in his help, you know, in his uh, help, uh, helping behavior, he kept on tossing and he explained to the young observer, he's a young boy, what I'm trying to do is that I am trying to save all these starfishes. I'm tossing them back in the sea. And... The boy looked at him and said, But sir, sir, there are thousands and thousands. What difference would that make? And so the old man paused for a very poetic moment. He looked at the boy and with his face, he pointed the boy to the starfish that was in his hand the starfish that he was just about to toss back into the sea. And um, he looked at the young boy and said, you know, son, yeah, it seems that what I'm trying to do does not make a difference. But to this one, this one that's in my hand is going to be tossed back into the sea. It's going to make a difference. Now, that was the punchline. Now, you may have heard about it and you say, wow, yes, I'm so inspired. I'm going to go out and do my level best, even though my efforts seem so meager in the face of thousands and thousands of challenges. Well, as a youth worker, and if you know me by now, I have mentioned I am a divergent thinker. I look at things very differently and I'm looking as a youth worker from the point of, of the youth worker I'm asking. And so here comes my twist 
and uh, I called it the twisted starfish story. I'm not talking about the starfish being twisted. I'm talking about the story being twisted from my point of view. And that is, hmm, the old man, with all his efforts, he had made an assumption. The assumption he made, or perhaps some assumptions that he made, were, number one, that this starfishes needed to be saved. And number two, that by tossing them back into the sea, he was really saving them. All right? Very noble, all right? Very noble. So I believe the assumptions, he acted on the assumptions that he believed were true, and so he went for it. But here's my twist. What if that one or two particular and peculiar starfishes they didn't want to be tossed back into the sea. What if they were just sunbathing and in a little while they will get back because they know the timing, the tide is going to come and they're going to get back. But in the meantime, I've worked so hard to crawl or whatever onto the beach. I finally got here and I finally can have that nice stand that I'm, you know, was uh, <laughs> looking forward to. But here comes this guy and he insisted that I needed to get back to the sea and he tossed me back. Hmm, that sounds weird. But hmm, let's look at the practical application of it. If you are inspired by the starfish story, and if you apply it to every young person, and if you make the assumption that they will need that help in that particular way without checking with them, without asking them, and without trying to understand their background, then, yes, you will make a difference, but to yourself only. It will not help the young person. Alright, so... This twisted starfish story then carries a moral. And the moral of the story, yes, you need to know yourself, but you also need to know your own motives, right? But this has to match and this has to be done in conjunction with the young person that you are trying to help. Do not assume your agenda will be his agenda. Okay, now I'm going to talk more about agenda in one of the next episodes in this series about preparing ourselves for journeying with the young person in their development journey. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been really great having you on board. And if you have not already done so, be sure to visit me at drjohntan.com. That is drjohntan.com. While there, do subscribe to every Youth Matters show. Also, if like me, you want your message to reach a wider audience online, do sign up at instantpodcastleader.com. That is instantpodcastleader.com. Instantpodcastleader.com. If you do just that, you'll get a free ebook called 
inspire, connect, and elevate your online reputation. So, till the next episode, remember, we're in it together for every youth matters.